Hey, you're listening to episode four of the Enjoying God podcast with Tim, a podcast book club to go with our summer refresh theme at church. On this episode, I chat with Derek again, and Kate joins in as well, and we're chatting about enjoying God, the Holy Spirit. Welcome to the podcast, Kate and Derek, for another episode of Enjoying God. Thanks. Thank you. It's going to be a great one. This episode's on enjoying the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And it strikes me that out of the three persons of the Trinity, for me, the Holy Spirit is probably the person that I'm least aware of a relationship with and to. I feel more of a relationship with the Father and with the Son. So this is a great section of the book to look at. Uh, Kate, starting with you, how are you going with reading the book? Where are you up to? Have you been reading it over weeks or have you just been doing what Derek did and already finished it? No, I I haven't finished it yet. So I'm up to where we're up to. So um, I've kind of, you know, had times where I've sped up and other times where I've slowed down. So... I'm, I'm on track. You're on track. How are you finding it, Derek? Yeah. Are, you, are you going back through it again yeah, now? I'm on my second time through. Um, and this time I'm really making little margin notes and underlining and things like that. Oh, you're someone that defaces a book. I deface a book. I don't care. I paid for it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I agree. I, I don't mind a bit of pencil markings, underlinings, and a little bit of notes in the margin. Yeah. Hmm. It, it, it really points you to something that stirred you. Even if it's just an X in the, the margin, why did I put that there? Hmm. And you, you go back and really look through it again and see whether your opinion has changed hmm. and whether it is still important or more important or less, you know, hmm. whatever. Yeah, for sure. Uh, talking about our favourite bits of this section. We're looking at chapters 9 to 11 on the Holy Spirit. Kate, what was your favourite part or favourite chapter that you read in this section of the book? Um, uh, I feel like there was kind of two parts that have stood out and one I think was I'm I'm very prone to relying on myself and so um, just that reminder that Am I actually expecting the spirit to work in my life or am I just powering on ignoring that there is even this person of the Godhead at work in me and that actually I can be um, asking him to keep working and also be on the lookout for that. Hmm. Um, But then I think the other thing which kind of links to the sermon from Sunday um, was that thing of... uh, in everything, even the small things that go wrong, it can be an opportunity for the Spirit to point us to the hope of heaven. Uh, yeah, and so I really love that that language of, you know, in every groan, every moment, even getting out of a chair, it can mm. be a reminder this isn't our home. We're not complete here. We're not whole. We're looking forward to something better. And the Spirit can be prompting us to remember that. Yeah, Chester picks up on that Romans 8 yeah. passage about our hope and the spirit at work in us, moulding us, shaping us and making us more like Jesus. And so to read about that, yeah, helps us to understand how that's going on for us in our lives. Mm. And yeah, you've just talked a bit about that. Derek, what about you? What's your favourite part in this section or your favourite chapter? 
Well, I, I suppose that the groaning section, um, having reached 70, I can mm. multiply his... He says, no, I've hit 50, I can't stand up without groaning. Well, now <laughs> I've hit 70, I can't even sit down without groaning. Mm. So mm. I, I can relate to that. But in that chapter, which is chapter uh, 10, and on page 123, 1, 2, 3, he, he talks about groaning for most people being a backward look. Mm. You, oh, I just wish I was as mm. healthy as I was when I was 21 and, you know, this mm. sort of thing and the golden <laughs> age of the church and all these sorts of things. Mm. But our groaning, we do groan looking back. We do miss. Mm. But really, we groan with a forward look. Mm. Um, I have to suffer this now for what lies ahead. And I, I think that opens you up to suffering with Christ. I mean, Christ has gone ahead and we can look forward to a time when our yeah. earthly pains and concerns, they'll fade. Into, we won't look back mm. on this earth. Yeah. We'll, and it's the spirit that enables yeah, you to be able to have that perspective. Precisely. And be able to um, be aware of what Jesus has done, what he's going to do, and he returns. And, and what yeah. God has said in Scripture too, because mm. it is the Spirit who does the enlightening. Mm. Yes, yes. Yeah, that reminds me actually of that. Um, there's a chapter, the uh, Spirit being with us in mm. enabling us to fight against temptation, Yep. that kind of thing. And it brings to mind for me Jesus in the desert, in the wilderness, yeah. being tempted by Satan and he's able to combat the that temptation and and fight against it um and oppose satan with god's word um satan twists god's word but jesus quotes it and truly and accurately yes. and it's it's a weapon in that situation and he's only able to do that because he's the spirit empowered messiah that's led yes. into the desert to overcome that indeed for the us. spirit led him yeah mm. Mm. yeah i think that's that's significant thinking now about what we're learning what have you learned kate about god the holy spirit um i think it's just been that reminder that god is not distant um that it's not god the father in heaven with jesus at his right side and i'm all the way down here yeah. and but actually in every moment of every day, God is with me and wants me to know that and wants me to, to experience that in a real way. And I think more often than not in our world that is very, you know, science driven and if you've got a, it's all what you can see. And, but I think sometimes that means that I don't look further for an explanation when actually I could say that thing that I saw, yes, it has a physical explanation, but, but actually... There's a God who's at work in that too. And uh, so even the, the small mercies of things like asleep in, in the morning if one of the kids, you know, doesn't wake up as early as they normally do, there can be, a, you know, I can think back and think, oh, well, you know, they ate better at night and this happened and that happened. And so that's why they slept in. Well, yeah, that's true. But also it's a small mercy of my, of my great God who cares for me in every moment and I think that's the work of the Spirit to help you look at your life day by day, moment by moment, and see how God is using even those little things to to refresh you, to show you his love, 
and to mould you to be more like mm. Christ. And so I think it's been that real sense that I, I probably just need to slow down sometimes a little bit to notice how is the Spirit showing me God's care and concern for me and his moulding of me into the person mm. that he's called me to be in Christ. Yeah, God's at work in you in every area of life, in all the small things, not just the the big things mm. um, where you have the big aha moment or the wonderful, you know, experience where you feel close to God or mm. um, in every little thing, God is with you and at mm. work and teaching you something. Mm. Um, and part of growing as a Christian is, uh, and I know this for myself, is becoming more aware of the ways he's doing that. Mm. 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 Yeah. What about you, Derek? What have you learnt? Well, I, I haven't really learnt this is a new thing. Um, yeah, yeah. The, the spirit and wind and breath are the same word in Hebrew Greek. And that might sound crazy, but what I have tried to, to mentalize for, <laughs> Shakespeare invented words, why can't I? Um, <laughs> when I breathe in, I'm breathing in the spirit, mm. the breath. Mm. the wind mm. so breathing in is no longer just a thing that happens to to oxygenate the blood it it is not all it, i don't think this every breath obviously but mm. i often mm. just concentrate on my breath and and breathe in the spirit of god and sometimes i even breathe out those temptations those groanings those things that i find holding me back in life after I breathed in the spirit, I sort of mentally breathe mm. them out. It's not a constant thing, but it, it's something that I have found mm. helpful after having been reminded of that yeah. same meaning of the words from Chester's book. Mm. I think it also that the whole breath thing is that reminder of and wind that that there it, it's real and we see its effects, but there's also something mysterious yeah. about it. And I think our our world likes to take the mystery out of everything. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and boil everything down to, you know, so you can, this is that and this is that. But we don't always know how the Spirit's working or why the Spirit is working in that way. <laughs> there is something mysterious about it, but that doesn't make it any less real no. um, or even any less comforting because we have the Word that tells us that God absolutely is for us. Yeah. And, and so we know even if we don't understand why, we're going through some hardship or, or whatever. We mm. we have we now have the promises to know that the spirits at work, even if it's completely mysterious yeah. to us. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. There's lots that we don't understand and lots that we don't know and can't know. Um, because if we were to know everything about God and His ways, then we wouldn't be creatures god wouldn't be god we like, would be god at yeah, ourselves yeah. and that and sometimes i think when we do try and explain everything away and don't leave room for for mystery that's us trying to play god kate what about what you're learning about yourself you've shared a little bit already yeah yeah i think that's been one of the well from this section anyway it's just been the the reminder that god isn't asking me to do things on my own strength Mm. Um, but that's how I, you know, you, you like to feel that you're in control and that I'm, you know, got X, Y, Z planned. I'm going to do it this way. And this is what the outcome's going to be. But actually that's, 
that's not the reality of life and that's very uh frustrating and like on a rat wheel kind of way to live when you're constantly chasing to try and get things to go the way you want um Mm. yeah so i think it's been a, a, a reminder to well just that how we express that relationship isn't it through prayer reminder that I need to be more prayerful that that I can't rely on myself I can't do it actually there's actually so many things that are completely outside of my sphere of control but Mm. none of it's outside of God's and so yeah yeah, it's been that reminder to be prayerful because Mm -hmm. I think too easily dependent on myself and my strength which Mm. really as I'm sure Derek will attest to, as I get older, I realise it's always less than you think. Oh, yeah. It's always less than you think. <laughs> what about you, Derek? What are you learning about yourself? Uh, I'm, I'm learning to be, and this is a, was a buzzword a few years ago, a more holistic Christian hmm. in, in the sense of recognising what... Uh, yeah, I've always known God's a trinity, Mm. Of course, I, th- I think that's one of the first things that's hammered into our minds that, mm. that, you know, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit act independently, do things special ways, but they're the one God. Mm. But I, I think I've more accepted that academically mm. than spiritually. Mm. Mm. And I, I think that particularly this chapter is opening me up more to the Spirit to... Uh, make God's word vital, living, and also making God vital, living in his three persons. Mm. And I guess that's it. I'm, I'm, I'm becoming more of a holistic Christian, mm. and I'm recognizing the part of each person of the Trinity in my life and really rejoicing in, in a way that I've not rejoiced before mm. in yeah. the Trinity. Mm. Yeah. It's the it's the spirit that enables us to know to experience God mm. and all the benefits and blessings that mm. come to us from Him, and yeah, it's it's sometimes I think we can, you know, we love the Bible. We talk about the Bible a lot, and the Bible is the Word, and we're Bible believing, and all all those things. Sometimes we can be on about the Bible so much that it almost takes it can take the place of the spirit in our conception of god so there's that that Mm. that danger of like father son and the holy bible um but it's actually the spirit that brings god's word to us and it plants it in our hearts and Mm. enables us to appreciate it and grow well, the, the Spirit actually inspired the, the writers, so yeah. he should be the one to interpret to us, surely. That's the bookend, yeah. isn't it, in a way? The, the Word is a, is a vehicle for the yeah. Spirit to do his work. Yeah. Yeah. Chester ends his chapters with some practical ideas of how to put some of this stuff into practice. Was there any of those that stood out to you guys? Yeah, well, there was actually, and it's to do with meditation, which I've mentioned earlier, and it's on page 127, and it says, John Calvin commends what he calls the meditation on the future life. He has in mind a kind of spiritual discipline, 
We're to make time to think about the future God promises us, the renewal of creation, the redemption of our bodies and our adoption as children. We're to remind one another of mm. the eternal glory that awaits us. We're to view our troubles from this perspective. And I think that that's underline the word this. Mm. We're to view our troubles from this perspective mm. so that by comparison they seem light and momentary. Mm. God gave us his spirit. So mm. we are to turn to him and, mm. and enjoy the privilege mm. of God talking to you. Yeah. Mm. Now, really. That's, that's I, I, an amazing I, thing. I, yeah. I could imagine Queen Elizabeth driving past me in a car, perhaps giving me one of her waves, but I doubt very much if she'd stop the car and say, I want to talk to Derek, let me out. Mm. But yeah. God does it every second of every day. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep, totally. Anything for you, Kate? Anything practical that... I think just there was um, at the end of the chapter on, uh, I think this is a chapter on the word. Yeah, chapter 11. And just talking about sort of tips for re when you're actually reading scripture and praying through it. Um, and then he just made a comment towards the end of that section. It says, your primary aim as you read the Bible is not to seek out new or novel ideas, although you may meet some new ideas as you read. Mm. Make it your aim to hear God's voice and meet him in his word. And I think sometimes I just fall into the trap of trying to get new, un like understand the text better and dig deeper and find something that I haven't thought of before. But actually, there's something to be said for just mm. letting God speak, yeah. hearing it, being reassured, being comforted, um, not necessarily seeking out something new, but but being reminded of what is true mm. and what I already know. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I thought that was really helpful because I think sometimes I can feel like I've read my Bible but I haven't I haven't thought of anything new or discovered anything new. Yeah. So you've wasted so your time. So I've wasted my yeah. time. Mm. But that's not, that's not true. A lot of what the Spirit does is give us reminders mm. so that we are able to stand firm mm. in the truth that doesn't change. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was helpful. In other words, it's not wrong to read the Bible because you enjoy it. Yeah, or, or, or it's not wrong to just enjoy it yeah. as you read it yeah, sure. rather than be sort of yeah. just trying to discipline yourself to find, keep going till you find something mind-blowing. Novel on you. Yeah. Or working hard at reading the Bible rather than enjoying it. Enjoy, yeah. Making yeah. mm. yeah. it a task. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks so much for coming on this episode of the podcast. Pleasure. See you Sunday. In the meantime, read Enjoying God. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Enjoying God podcast. I'll be back for one more episode to wrap things up next week. And we'll be exploring the idea of enjoying God through daily repentance and faith. I hope you're enjoying the book. Feel free to let me know what you're enjoying about it. Happy reading. Mm -hmm.